Hey everybody, this is Ronnie Bass and it's Unpopular Truth with Carrie. Carrie, what do we have today? It's not with Carrie anymore because we have expanded the group. Oh, that's right. So we've added two more people to our group. I've been fired, replaced, and multiplied and added back. (laughs) Carrie, what are we talking about today? I think we're going to talk about Satan. Which I know is everyone's favorite theologic topic because it's so wonderful and fun and cheerful. I like sunshine and rainbows, sunshine and Satan, and Satan, (laughs) and Satan. I'm going to title the podcast that (laughs) "Sunshine, (laughs) Rainbows, and Satan." I like it. Yeah. So, but we are going to talk about that today, though, because we need to talk about it. So, give me some reasons why we need to talk about it or should talk about it, or why is it an unpopular truth? Well, I guess we'll get to the unpopular truth as we unpack the podcast. But I just think that well-versed Christians, well-meaning Christians, don't understand Satan. They don't understand um, his role. They don't understand what he can and cannot do. They don't understand who he is. And so I think with all of that, um, Christians might actually empower Satan more than he is actually empowered. Maybe. Oh, I get it. I I mean. I think. So. I I think I know where you're going with this. So if we just look at scripturally who Satan is what he can do, what he can't do, um, what power he's been given by God, I think it would help us understand more um, the temptations that we face and maybe the true source of those temptations. And then that's when we learn and grow and all the good stuff. Ellis, what do you think? I'm sorry, I was reading something. Okay. <laughs> Matt, what do you think? I'm yeah. so sorry. I, I think, yeah, I think we... Do you agree or disagree? Oh, I agree, 100%. Sometimes we, you and I disagree, which is We fun. do. Yeah, we do. do. I know. Uh, I don't know. I think <clears throat> I think it's, a, it's... We've done this. I think it's tapered off over time, but I still think that there's... You know, because you think of all those... Um, I don't know if it's idioms is the right word, but give the devil his due, you know, the devil's in the details, so on and so forth. And all those little sayings and catchphrases that people use. Yeah. And people have kind of adopted those as mentalities. Yes. And And what? (laughs) Why would we do that? Right. Because that, I think, has actually contributed to the misconceptions about Satan. Yeah. Yeah. I think... The devil made me do it. That's my favorite. Yeah. See, that's a, that's another a one. southern thing. Yeah, the devil made me do it. So, yeah, I think it's important that we... Um, I wonder if it was born out of the whole revival movement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. So. 
that I mean, you know, we're gonna stomp Satan out. Oh yes, <laughs> from this stage and oh. run him out of here, devil. And okay, so that's what I was talking to Ellis about yeah. today. I think that as we see a lot of preachers with larger platforms who um, have that sort of preaching style, um, kind of um, charismatic, Pentecostal, um, they refer to the devil as our primary enemy, which I'm not sure he is. Ooh. I would agree with that. I'm not sure I he's agree. the primary enemy. I He is an enemy yeah. because scripture clearly tells us that, but I don't think he's the main thing that we are in battle with or against. That's a big statement. I know. That's Always. a pretty big statement. Always mm. with the... I know. Because you... People think that scripture points to Satan as being our enemy number one. Yeah. You know, I, I know. They read Revelation and they're like, ooh, that Antichrist. It's a <laughs> He's coming after me. Well, you know. exactly. Yeah, and that I think that's where they get it from. Yeah, well. And, and, and then you, yeah, if you read Genesis and, you know, the fall, who, who caused the fall? People right. would point to Satan. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not disputing any of that. I'm just saying that in the middle... Um, of Ellis, what you said earlier, Genesis one and two, and Revelation twenty one and twenty two. Yeah. The middle there is a there is a lot of scripture about Satan, but there's also a lot of truth about Satan that's been twisted. Yeah. Um. Or um, fantasized. Yeah. 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 Dante's so, Inferno. Or Thank deflecting. You. What? Or you're just using him to deflect. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. the for the, sure. <coughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. You're ahead of us. I'm sorry. It's okay. All right. All right. Yeah. A like lot of it did come from Dante's Inferno. Well, yeah. And his whole nine circles and you know, that painted picture. I think the biggest picture of Satan and hell. Yeah. And that led into this whole fiasco. Yeah, well, you can ask a lot of Christians right now where Satan is, and they're going to give you the wrong answer. Oh, for sure. A they're going to say them. hell? They're going to say hell. Yeah. Yes. They're going to say he's in hell, and that that's just not that's true. That's not true. Yeah. No. Um, so, the, you know, there's the main misconception right there. Um, so, anyway, where are we going to start? Where are we starting? Does Satan rule hell? No. No. <gasps> Two big statements. Yes, she did. Gosh. But you asked the question. I know. I'm you, just saying. You, you're, you're, like you're like poking fun. Just you're just like poking fun. Yeah. You're like, let's see how far we can push her out there yeah. on the on the edge. Should we go into Should that? Should we do it? Should we go there? Yeah, I think I, I mean, think that'd be a good place. I think it's you don't yeah, want to start I think it's there. Good, Matt just wants to start at the most. Know. Just yeah. Well, if you're I gonna mean, step on toes, you might count yeah. it. Make it I count. Well, if we start there, it'll be easier to to go to flip on it back with to with the other things that we've already discussed. Okay. All right. Don't you agree? Sure. Okay. So, so I know Satan. I know where you're going, Ellis. I probably know what scripture you're going to. <laughs> well, I, I have some scripture in my mind, but I don't right. have it like Keep in front going. of me. But so the question is, does Satan rule hell? And you said no, and I agree with you. I said so, no. So who rules hell? I'm gonna flip to a scripture and just Oh, so you're not going to answer from your own. You're going to nope. actually use the nope. Bible? I mean, nope. what in the world? I know. I'm going to use scripture. 
That's craziness right there. <clears throat> you're going to look for the Bible for your, your answer. Wow. So I'm no just. No meology in here. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read from Revelation um, chapter 1. So kind of bef- before a lot of the apocalyptic language starts, but but we can still um, pull it from here. So um, Revelation chapter 1, of course, the Apostle John wrote Revelation. Um, it was a vision that he uh, received from God. And in verse 17 of chapter 1, he says, When I saw him, referring to Jesus, I fell at his feet like a dead man, and he placed his right hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. I was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and of Hades. Ooh. That's pretty blatant. The keys of death Death and and Hades. Hades. Otherwise known as? Sheol. Otherwise known as? Hell. 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 Oh, hell. Oh, hell. She said hell. She did. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with um, that God mm. is in charge of hell. It's not a fun thought. No, it's not. But. There's not a I lot of, there's, there, I mean, I have keys to my house. No one else does. Right. My family does. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. There, there's no difference. Mm. Well, I know, but if you're yeah. a Sunday school teacher teaching Ellis, how oh. do your you mind just got that? blown? See? And <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> yes. Throw back that's to a, the that's last an interesting episode. Ride. Only, that's only an interesting people. ride home from church. <laughs> <laughs> only the people that I've listened to previous podcasts right, will understand, understand that. that. Yep, that's go back right. and listen to. Uh, that's right. Listen to unqualified volunteers if you want to know that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna go with that. Ellis, what? <laughs> Where were you gonna go? I was literally the exact same verse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guess so then, I guess your digital wasn't as fast as as well. Carries. I put in too many words. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's also got a lot of uh, tabs. She has, there. Yeah, she's got so many tabs. She knows every page <laughs> of that Bible. There's a tab for every page. There's a tab for every <laughs> page. She'll be like, "Ooh, this random red tab is is John 14, and it's and it's tabbed on verse 12." Okay. Yeah. So then <clears throat> the question is, so what does Satan do? So if he doesn't rule hell like the everybody thinks he does, what does he do? Where is he? Where, we, where do we quiet. go from there? I don't want to be the only one that What's answers his job all the description? questions. Oh, here's <laughs> his job description right here. Uh-oh. So, so we know he, he, he walks around... Oh, is that what you're fixing to read? Yeah, that's what yeah. you're fixing to read. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. First Peter five eight. Is that right, y'all? Mm-hmm. Yes. First Peter five eight. So uh it says, Be of sober spirit, be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Mm. So his whole job is just to roam around. <laughs> look, ar- roam look around. around. <laughs> that's his job. Stir the pot, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's his that's his whole job is just to roam around the earth because he was thrown out of heaven 
we have that scripture. And he just roams around looking for someone to devour. So he is a, I mean, he is a formidable adversary because it says he wants to devour you. Right. That's, that's what he wants. That's his desire. Yeah. But he's got to roam around, so he can't be everywhere. No. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't so really he's have... Not, he's not coming after you and me at the same time. Yeah. And he also... That, that means that he doesn't have, like, a kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't have a set domain that he just rules over. No. So it's... I mean, he doesn't rule over hell. We've already established that. But then he also doesn't rule over the world. So... Now, somebody can argue with you on that one, Matt. Oh, I... I get argued with all Maybe. the time. All the time. And you're okay with it. Because here's what they could say. So they could they could pull Ephesians. I was going to say. Right? Mm-hmm. They can pull Ephesians 2, and they can say that Paul tells us that he is the prince of the power of the air. air. Yep. And they might say that when he was thrown from heaven down to earth, that God gave him rule of the earth for a short time. And they would also probably pull uh, the temptation of Jesus where he offers Jesus the, to rule this to earth. To rule, yes. Yeah. He says, I will give I'll that give this to, to you. you. Mm-hmm. So there might be some nuance in there. Um, yeah, but that's a very interesting thought. Like how can, how can the devil give something that God has that, already created? Oh. But I, that's just some things to think about there in Scripture mm-hmm. um, because he does offer that to Jesus in the temptation. Right? So right? I have to bring mm-hmm. up, if we're talking about this as far as, let's use the word kingdom, who is he ruling with or over? So what about spiritual? So let I me mean, just... Cause, cause I know. Let me just give some scripture reference just because I never want to talk without scripture because I I don't want anybody to take my word for it. So Revelation 12, Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 through 10 is probably where we have the most vivid picture of the devil and other angels being thrown down after a war in heaven. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So he wasn't by himself. Right. He was the head. So he took some with him. He took some with him. Yeah. So I guess they all they are roaming around. I would so say. he has help. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, I think he has. But there's not a whole lot going on as far as with the others because you don't hear anything about them, other than the fall. No, I think that goes with the. <laughs> what we have in the Old Testament of the demon-possessed people that were cast out. No, I'm, 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 I'm totally in agreement with that. I'm saying that, that you don't hear a in lot today's, of Scripture. In no, today's. just even in Scripture. There's not like overly abundance of verses about the other fallen angels with the devil. It's mm-hmm. mainly the devil. Oh, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. That is, yeah. that is written about. Yeah. So... We don't want this to turn around and kind of go into, okay, 
well, there's multiple angels that we need to fear. Yeah. But no, I'm in total agreement with what you're saying. I just wanted to be clear on yeah. there's not a lot of scripture that talks about the multitude of, what did it say? How many angels? It's like a third, right? Um, Seems about right. Is, well, in Revelation it says he was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. Right, so we don't really know. But there's, yeah, there's a few. So mm-hmm. my point in saying that is that we want to make sure that when people listen to this, that they don't put those angels on the same pedestal that people are already putting the devil on. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully by the time we're finished with this, nobody's the, putting anybody. The devil's on. not going to be elevated yes. to a position mm-hmm. that he shouldn't be. That's the main point for me. Okay. Okay, so we've already established that he is not in hell. He is on earth, but he cannot be everywhere at one time because he does not have that power. I agree. So he can't be everywhere, but let's talk about the power that he does have. Do y'all want to go there? Let's do it. Sure. So... Oh, Matt doesn't want to go there yet. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying let's go there, but let's start at the beginning. Like, what was he given power to? Like, what was he created for? Oh, yeah. So who is the devil? Because we, we, don't, we don't see him as, I mean, he's not labeled Satan until right. he ends up on That's earth. Right, right. And then Satan just means the accuser. Right. So it, it's not like a, a name like Ronnie or yeah, it's a title. Ellis. It's just right. a title that that means he solely exists to accuse the before God. Right. Yeah, which is also interesting. And he's depicted as a as a serpent in Genesis, right? Yes, mm-hmm. but if you look at the the language that is used, all angels are depicted as serpents because they're seraphim. So in the Hebrew, seraphim does mean snake-like, which is also a very interesting, very, very interesting little tidbit that almost makes you go, wait, <laughs> angels are snakes? <laughs> like, So, yeah, yeah according to, to Hebrew, I don't want to say theology, but word study. Mm-hmm. Yes. It... it, it He's depicted as a snake, but then again, all angels are technically depicted in Hebrew as snakes. So it's not even that snakes, you know, we think of snakes as like, oh, they're bad, they're evil, not me. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with snakes. <laughs> I'm not good like with snakes. snakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. They crawl and strike. Oh, I can't do it. They slither. Oh, I don't like <laughs> slithering things. I don't know what it is. Snake. <laughs> I'm a sneaky snake. Okay. A little slithery sneaky snake. (laughs) Okay. So, back on track, boys. Okay. So, that was somebody's depiction of the devil. Like, that's Mm, just what they. I'm a snake. I'm a stupid vine. Vine doesn't even exist anymore. It doesn't even exist anymore. (laughs) Okay. So, so let's just go here really quick with the backstory. So, 
Genesis chapter 3 is where we see the devil for the first time, where we see him in Scripture for the first time, Genesis chapter 3. But Isaiah chapter 14 describes his character, and it starts in verse 12. And it says, O star of the morning, son of the dawn, you have been cut down to the earth. You who have weakened the nations, you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the recesses of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. So we see in scripture putting that scripture from Isaiah and the scripture from Revelation, we kind of get the backstory of Genesis chapter 3 about how Satan ended up here on earth. And basically he was an angel that was created by God who wanted to be God. His pride motivated him to want to be God which we could get into a whole discussion about that, but yes. I don't think that we're going there today. I know, I was holding back. <laughs> I don't yeah. think we're going there today. <laughs> I was like, but we're supposed to be like God, Carrie. <laughs> so, well, he wanted to be... He wanted to be God. He wanted to be God. He wanted yes. to be above God. He's he wanted perfect, to rule God. It's a perfect example of us in the flesh. Oh, that's where I was. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I'll let yeah. you say it because you can probably say it better than I'm going to say it. Well, every time that we put ourselves in the place of God and we want to be our own God and we want to rule God or be instead equal of to God. Yes, yeah. instead of God ruling us, we act just like Satan. That's the character that we portray. Portray. Thank you. Yeah. So. I think it's also cool in Genesis chapter 3 that we see exactly what the scripture in 1 Peter said. He was roaming the earth looking for someone. And he happened upon Eve. And the rest. Weak little woman. Yeah, (laughs) weak woman. And the rest is history, right? So it's it's kind of. And also, we see in Genesis 3 exactly how he does what he does. Oh, Cause yeah. Because he, do, he doesn't do anything different. No. All he does is question God's authority. That's all he does. Yes. I, and that, I yes. mean, if you look for, you know. Half truth. Yeah. That's all it is. Well, he questions God's authority and he wants to get us to doubt God's goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's what he did to Eve. Because he basically said, why doesn't he let you eat of all the trees? That's crazy. Like, why would he? Yeah keep you from something that's wonderful and so that's all he does really is just get us to doubt the goodness of God so then when we start to doubt God's character and who God is that's when we get deceived and distracted well yeah but he starts it. off with <clears throat> questioning God's authority right did God did really God say, say did he really? and then he attacks God's goodness, goodness. and God's character yep. Yeah. And then he 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 elevates man. Yeah. You know, and that like those are that's the pattern that you're seeing that you see all all over the world. Yeah. You know, from from Eve on out. Um I would more say from Adam on out. Yeah. Cuz ultimately he was the he Oh, was Adam the, messed up big time. Yes. 
I always like to say Eve was the problem. Or did he? <laughs> or did he? That's a whole th- that's a whole nother yeah. podcast. <laughs> it's a whole nother podcast that we can do about Adam. <laughs> I'm done doing that next. <laughs> um, <clears throat> right. So But yeah, if you if you look at those three things, yeah. The questioning of God's authority, then the question questioning of God's goodness and his character, and then the elevation of mm-hmm. your own or man. Right. Those are the three things that if you're looking for anything yeah. that is um uh, you know, heretical mm-hmm. or bad theology, it follows that pattern. It either questions God's authority or denies God's authority. Matt, that is so good. And, and But that's what it, I mean, you see that everywhere. You know, if I'm looking at the Bible and the Bible says, give me a strong commandment, just any of them. Give me an outright, you are not supposed to do this. Oh, do not murder. Yeah, do not murder. Kill. Yeah, yeah, do not murder. But you just can't stand somebody. And then right. you start questioning, well, I mean, did God really say Same. that? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure I would be doing the world a favor if I if did I get rid, rid of it, this the, guy. Oh, yeah. And you you see it right there. You know, you see God's that's authority so being questioned. His Yeah. Man, <laughs> his, that's so good. Yeah, his goodness in the Imago Dei of the person that you're wanting yeah. to murder that you are not seeing. And then I would be doing the world a favor if I got rid of this, the elevation of man. Yeah. So I think you can track that all over the history of the world. Yeah. And I think it's heretical when we elevate Satan to a position that he's not worthy of or that he's not been given. Oh, my biggest, I can't yes. stand it. Yeah. Actually. Because even well-versed Christians, well-versed in Scripture, will put God and Satan on equal playing fields. Oh, for sure. They will. They will. They're pit arm them. wrestling. Yes, they if will you, pit them against well, each other, Matt, and they are. Yeah, they they're are locked battling. in a battle. Yeah, you, yes. all, you have the great description, and it's the it's the cartoon. The cartoon. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's the cartoon. It's that what we were share all on raised Facebook on. And no, it's the no. cartoon oh. that was, we were all raised on. That. Well, at least um, our car- generation was yeah, raised my on. generation. The car- the character is there, and he has an angel on one shoulder and a uh, devil on the other, yeah. and they are whispering in yeah. the corresponding ear of the character, and the character is at a loss for what to do because he's being pulled in these equal directions, and he has to make a decision. And so, even just that, you're putting you're putting God and Satan. At the same level. Yeah, that's when true. When we just read in scripture that God has authority over him. Yeah. God banished him from heaven. God put him on the earth. God said, you know, you can do some stuff, but yeah, you can't stuff. do everything. Well, if we go back to Job, he even had to ask permission for that. Oh, that's oh, yeah. my and, and that's a Yeah, that's a great depiction of Satan's place where yeah. he had to go to God, ask permission from God. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. if you uh-huh. want to get technical, I was going to say, technical. I was going to say, you God better go ahead. God said, "Have you, you considered my servant, right. Job?" Yes, yes. God, God brought actually, up the subject. God actually introduced Job and said, "What about him? Have you seen my servant?" Yeah, I blessed him so he much. He is. <laughs> oh, he's awesome. Awesome down there. Um, really. Yeah. And so it's a it's just a great picture. 
And I know a lot of people kind of say, well, that's Old Testament. So Ellis has a verse from the New Testament that's the very same depiction. Oh, I caught you off guard. I might have lost it because I was looking up other things. Do you have it written down? Luke 22, 31. Just so we're we're consistent and we know that the devil is the same and God is the same, which is one of my favorite principles of scripture. So Luke 22, um, verse 31, um, Jesus is talking to Peter and he uses um, Peter's alternate name because Peter's not acting like Peter right now. And he says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat. Hmm. So we have an Old Testament picture and the same New Testament illustration that Satan has to ask permission to sift us like wheat because we are actually in God's hand. He says, you know, no one can ever snatch you from my hand. So when things happen, we have to know the truth of the matter is that God opens his hand so that we can go through trials and tribulations and testing of our faith. But those are very rare like we only have two instances oh, in the entire Bible. I totally and to, agree. To even think mm-hmm. of yourself on the same level as Job. <laughs> oh, I am. Or yeah. of Peter. Yeah. Have yeah. you you're, not you're been around me long enough? <laughs> That's what I. I mean, come on. I mean, hey, you better watch out, buddy. Hey, I'm. <laughs> I don't think I'd claim those titles after <laughs> exactly. listening to what happened to either of those exactly. guys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, even that is important to think about because we hear so many people say. The devil, you know, made me do it. The devil is this. The devil's trying to steal my joy. Not today, Satan. I mean, that's a T-shirt that everybody's walking around wearing. (laughs) Thanks, Andy Minio. And we just, (laughs) and, and, you know, we just in five minutes basically flushed out the truth oh, that, yeah. that that probably is not happening to you. No, it's not. <laughs> the devil is not approaching you by God's permission. Yeah. Well, the best is... I, I, just probably statistically. Not. Well, statistically. Well, Matt, it can't be everywhere. We just, we already no. pulled that out. And now we're talking about these men that were making a huge impact on the kingdom. Yeah. So, so statistically... That's not happening. Yeah. The devil is not on your shoulder trying to steal your joy, trying to tempt you, trying to... It's just probably not happening. No. You're not a cartoon. You're not Kronk from The Emperor's New Groove. (laughs) Oh, yes. Love that movie. It's fantastic. (laughs) You know what other idiom I I despise is the... I'm just playing the devil's advocate Oh, Yes. Yes. That one kills me. Yeah. The devil don't need no advocates. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. But but by those small things, see, we elevate Satan to a position of power that he does not have. Then that's what gets us off track. We get into bad theology, which is just your belief about God and who he is. And it really can snowball to where... You're focused more on Satan than than you are God, who he is, scripture, and your sanctification process. Ouch. Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. So so that's why I think this is super important. So I have to ask a question. 
Oh. Because I did not set my alarm early enough, I hit snooze two or three times. <laughs> I didn't iron my clothes before I got up, right. before I went to bed that morning. So then I oh, had to yeah. get that done, get mm-hmm. myself ready, get yeah. in a car that was out of gas and have to stop and get gas. So I had to yeah. speed. Right. I got pulled over and got a ticket. So I was late to work. None of that had to do with the devil. None of it. That had to do with That's you not preparing. That's just ridiculous because then that means that I have to look in the mirror and look at myself. I ain't got no more excuses. I ain't got no well, more excuses. that is actually what it means. So we, we want to know who the devil is and what he does, but we also want to look at Scripture and know that Paul tells us in Galatians, the minute that you are a regenerated soul— and the Holy Spirit takes up residence in you, the nanosecond that that happens, you are engaged in a new battle that you have not been in before. And that is a battle between your flesh and the Spirit of God who now resides in you. That, (laughs) to me, that is the much larger enemy that that I deal with. So you're saying... The flesh is different from Satan and his angel army. I think so. Just from scripture. Just just when I look in scripture, it just it seems different. Yeah. So how would you how would you go about describing the flesh then? Like what's the intent of the flesh? What's the intent of the flesh? Yeah. Glorify myself and my mm-hmm. sinful desires. <laughs> to glorify myself and fulfill my yeah. sinful desires. Mm-hmm. I mean, unfortunately. And we already said, you know, what did Satan do to get him cast out of heaven? He tried yeah. to glorify himself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Yeah. So it's not even like Satan invented that. No. You know? And that's what, yeah, that, I think that's where people get confused because I think that they they think, oh, Satan invented sin. Oh, man, that's in, good. He invented and he invested like sin that. nature. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Now, I'll tell my boys. Really? That, I'll tell my boys in my class. I think that's oh, where it gets twisted. It's all about yeah. you. It ain't about the devil. I mean, you have the verse that says the, the heart is deceitful over everything. everything. Else. Yes. So. How could the devil make your heart deceitful along with everyone else's heart in the world when he's not omnipresent or omnipotent? Right. So he doesn't have the power to do that or the, the time. Pre- right. Because, I mean, yeah. what a baby's born probably like every five seconds. Like, dude's got to be going. We'll have to back check that. Back check that. <laughs> I mean, but you get probably less than that, actually. You get what I'm saying? Like a quarantine did a number on (laughs) birth rates. (laughs) I mean, you think about it like a like a baby's born around the world so quickly and he's not omnipresent. Right. So if he is the creator of sin nature, he would have to do that with everyone. Right. Oh, I like that where he's going with this. So so how can he do that with everyone if he can't be everywhere at the same time? Yeah. Think about a baby in China being born at the same right. time a baby in Kansas is being born. Right. I mean, the dude can't do that. Well, I think I think this is why it's important to understand 
Satan from a scriptural standpoint so that right. we can stop using him as an excuse to resurrect the old nature and sin and mm-hmm. glorify ourselves. And then we blame it on the devil. Yeah. And then we don't have to do the self-examination, you know, mm-hmm. that sanctification requires. Ooh, yeah. But it's, yeah. And that's a hard truth to, to swallow because if we, fo- well, if we follow that thought and the devil doesn't, didn't create sin and sin nature, that, I mean, that's cringy to think about because then you have one of two options. There's a flaw in creation, mm-hmm. which means God messed up if you follow that to that extent. Yeah. yeah. What's the other option? The other option is you go back and you think, okay, well, what did, an, what did Adam and Eve eat? fruit of the tree of knowledge knowledge of good and evil good and evil yeah so then we were awakened right that's why god didn't want them to eat it exactly right but that's that's what i'm saying that's what we we have to understand sin nature in order to understand the whole thing us Yeah. yeah the whole thing us and the relationship yeah of the devil to us and so on and so forth. So when we go back and we think, mm. well, sin nature was actually created by eating of the tree right. in the garden. Yeah. Of the knowledge of good and, and evil. evil. So then we created sin, well, Adam and Eve, mankind created sin nature. Right. Well, okay, wait a minute. So sin was already present, Matt, though, because the devil had already sinned. So, so... Ooh, right. So, so you're saying mm, you're saying God's brand new world before mm. there was ever <laughs> before <laughs> there was ever any 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 Stuff. any sin. <laughs> right. You're, so God S- just finishes this brand new creation. <laughs> Come on, Carrie. <laughs> And the devil gets sent down to it, right. and it's already corrupt before we can even. Well, yes, because it it it, it had to be. Mm-hmm. It had to be. Because why would the tree of the knowledge of good and evil exist? If there is no evil. If there's no evil. If there was no evil. Mm-hmm. When it was created. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> these are big topics. Yeah, these are big topics. Huge topic. So let's, I know. It, it's so, hard to, yeah, because. And this is the reason this podcast is so hard because yeah. all of these topics flow naturally together. They re, Yeah. When you start critically thinking about mm-hmm. scripture and what's there, you will. It will just flow into the next question or principle that yeah. needs to be critically thought about. Exactly. And that's why it's so important to read the Bible. Yes. And to and to get a good study Bible. Well, and it's important to get study principles so that you can right. break down Scripture in a way that reduces the biases that you're naturally going to have. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's super duper important to get a study method. 
Yeah. That that helps you glean the truth as close to the, its original intent as possible. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Get a study Bible. Yeah. Get something that that gives you a, here's what this book is. Here's what it's about. Right. Here's what's going on. Here's why it was written. And we'll dive po- all the way in. We'll do a podcast on that. Oh, <laughs> we'll yeah. Another, yeah. We'll do another podcast on that. But that, that's why it's so important because if you, oh, there's another topic. If all you do is go to church and listen to a preacher and you don't open oh, your yeah. Bible. No, mm-hmm. the, y'all don't do that. You can't. It's can't dangerous. It's yeah. it's so dangerous, and it's dangerous because you end up giving power to things that don't need more power. Exactly. And that's why it's so dangerous to just go week to week to week to week attending a service right. and not getting in the Bible yourself. Yeah, like I told well, you. you. You also rely on that person, the person. to do your studying the one person. for you. The one yeah. person <laughs> to do your studying for you along with the studying for themselves. Mm-hmm. So now they're responsible for two people well, and they don't even know it. Right. So Oh wow. So was... how can they how can they feed you literally like bird feed you yeah. the meat that you need without even knowing they have to do that. Mm. That's good. See, and then we end up with exactly what I showed you before we started recording. That there's a social media post that says the devil tried so hard to steal my joy today and over 540 people liked it. Yeah, but what was the next sentence after the devil tried to steal my joy? Yeah, then it said, I I was was reminded reminded that he did not give me the joy so he can't take it away. Well, the, the devil is not trying to steal your joy. Well, that was a whole contradiction in and of and itself. It's a whole uh-huh. thing. Like, I know. You just posted and, and, real stupid. And that's, <laughs> and that's what I mean. Over 540 people affirmed it. They this liked it. Yeah. They agreed, if, if you will, by double tapping. And that's concerning to me. <laughs> it's concerning because I don't want people to think that the, that's what Satan is doing. Because that's not what he's doing. I mean... Okay, so so let's get back. So he's prowling around. He's trying to definitely, anyone he does encounter, he's trying to plant a seed of doubt mm-hmm. about God's character, about God's goodness. Um, and then I just wanted to bring up one more thing because, Matt, you mentioned this, that he accuses us. Now, this is something that he does. And it's in First John. That's the book it is. And I'm just trying to get there. And if Ellis can find chapter and verse, it'd be great. But I may get there beforehand. Um, I can't find it, Ellis. Can you pra- paraphrase while he's looking it up? He's an accuser of the brethren is how he's described in Scripture. It says that that that's an activity that he participates in. And so um, we have an example of that in the Old Testament. Well, I'm sorry, y'all. It's back in Revelation chapter 12. <clears throat> that's where he's called the accuser of the brethren. And then in First John um, chapter 2, um, it says that we have an advocate. So mm-hmm. that that. 
we're not doing a word study, but it implies that very word means that you need someone to come alongside you and advocate for you um, and stand in the gap. Yeah. So that's exactly what that word means. And so that is what he does. He accuses us Mm -hmm. before God. So he is able to go to the throne room of God and say... I was wondering if you were going to go there. Yeah, and say he has access to the throne room of God. And so he's able to do that and say, hey, have you, you know, God, what about Matt? Mm -hmm. If you'll just kind of let me, you know, Mm -hmm. mess with him, he'll fold. Go a little bit more on that. He'll fold like a deck of cards or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Go go (laughs) a little bit more on that because a ton of people would, would argue that the devil does not have access to God. Oh, he does. No, I, I'm 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 agreeing. He yeah. does. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm, playing, it's the, in the Bible. I'm yeah. playing the devil's advocate. I want to. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> yeah, it's out of there. So, so um. So so I wanted just to kind of bring that up because yeah. many people have talked about that. They're like, wait, how can sin be around God? Ooh. But the devil. We are can go listen, in the throne room. This is so like we're getting into so many different topics here that no the no it's still it's still kind rails. of no i mean you can touch on that and not go in depth right it's still it's, it's still in the same in the same boat because we're trying to understand satan yes in, in relationship to how we live our lives right because it's it's still a a good topic on this or a, a good subtopic on this topic that that satan is sin and he can be in the presence of God in the throne room, but God can't be around sin. Okay, ask me the question again. I'm sorry. I was I was trying to Google this other um, scripture passage. Yeah, that's a about, big. About that's what, a big what question. About? What, what about? Say it again. How can God not be around sin, but and, the devil? can go in the throne room. He is allowed to go in the throne room, in the presence of God. But God can't be around sin. Um, well, God, okay, God, I mean, where do you, God can be around sin. I mean, that, like. Okay, people say that, you know. That God can't be in the presence of sin? Yeah, I mean, that's why we need the Holy Spirit. No, he's right, because that's a big, that's a, oh yeah, that's a massive understanding, especially in the Southern Baptist, Southeastern Bible Belt. I mean, we would have to really go into that, honey. Okay, so thank you, Ellis, for getting me this um, chapter and verse. So we have the scripture of Job that we already shared, that we see Satan and the Lord talking about Job. And then we have the scripture in Luke where Jesus tells Peter that Satan has requested permission to sift him like wheat. And then in Zechariah chapter 3, we have another one where in verse 1 it says, Then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. Mm. So there we have another scripture reference to Satan being in the presence of God. 
So and at his right hand. Yeah. So I'm not like we couldn't like fully unpack it in this podcast. And, and I'm not asking you to unpack it. I'm just saying that we need to throw these little. I mean, to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, th- I mean that that is a a valid. Um, Argument that it's not say, valid, so, honey, but people are you saying, do make that okay, argument. So are yes. y'all referring to because we've been told? Are y'all referring to when people say like when I get to heaven? I'm talking that, about that. I can't be in the presence. Say. I can't be in the presence of God without Jesus because He would just kill me. Is that what is that what you're referring to? I, I'm referring to the fact that that preachers when they say, uh, you know, goodness, you can you God can't even get you in when you're in sin like you can't you can't connect to god when you're in sin and it you have to accept okay. jesus and you have to you know the only way to the father is through the son and you know you have to be washed by the blood in order to stand in the presence of god yeah, and all I, this stuff i have heard that too where if like you you aren't saved and you have sin on you you can't be in the presence of god because god is holy and righteous right and he can't be around something that isn't holy and righteous so they say that you can't be in the presence of god without the blood of jesus covering you yeah I'm, and then satan just <clears throat> I'm, I'm riding, walks right waddle, into heaven waddle on through <laughs> yeah. the gates i'm writing this down for the for another podcast yeah because i know i know what y'all are asking now but that would be right. another discussion that we would have to like fully unpack about the presence of God and the covenants. Yeah. Like what's the difference in just kind of hanging out or being in a covenant? Like there's just so much that we would have to unpack. Yeah. But that's a great that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think maybe that's the problem with people not understanding Satan. It's because, all tied because together. They think it's all that, tied together. Because they think yeah. that Satan and God can't... Coincide. Can't, coexist. They can't, they can't coexist. coexist. There yeah. we go. That's the word I want. Coexist. Yeah. You can't coexist. Oh, wow. That's huge. Okay. Which then we get back to the fact that we are giving equal power to, to Satan. Yes. So let me mm-hmm. throw you another... Have, we got to stop doing that. <laughs> so that is the proper depiction of satan that we should have which is he's in one place yep. at one time dealing with one issue at one time because he's not omniscient like god so well yeah so that's and the so who do you think he's going to go after depiction is he going to go after and right. and along with that he can only deal with the issues he has permission to deal with exactly Ooh. That's a good one. See, he's, well, he's we given also, limited access. He he doesn't yeah. have it's full not just, access like God. It's not just right. free roam. Nope. You know, here's all your options. Nope. You know, you can do pretty much whatever you want. Like, yeah, little sandbox of yours. Go play. Go play around. No, he has certain things that he can and cannot do while being in one place at one time only allowed to do those things. Yeah. Right. So so this is why um, the sovereignty of God was just such a huge turning point in my Christian walk is 
because Ellis, exactly what you just said, he has to ask God's permission. Permission. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was a huge turning point for me. It's a weight lift. In my it's a oh, it's completely comforting because it made me realize that everything that you know, if if you've been through stuff in your life and things have happened that are beyond your control, that was God. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that was God. It wasn't Satan jerking the rug out from underneath you. It or was, underneath God. Right. He didn't blindside no, him. No. Yeah. It was it's it's God. Yeah. So if not really maybe for the topic, but so if that happens, you say this a lot in class. Stuff is going on in your life. Mm-hmm. God is refining you. Mm-hmm. What has God given you? When you're Faith. going th- right, but what has He given you? If you're going through this stuff, He's already given you the answers, right? Because you've talked about that before. He doesn't. He doesn't give. He doesn't put stuff in front of you. That he hasn't already answered oh, or is going to answer. That's what I always say. Whatever God requires of us, he provides. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He never requires anything that he doesn't provide to us himself. Correct. So, yeah, that's what, you know, we talk about that all the time, that if we're going through things, they're from God, they're for God to make us more like <laughs> Jesus Christ, conform mm. us to the image of his son, and to, to glorify we, him. Yeah, and if we wanted to take it further, which we probably don't want to on this podcast because we've already talked about a million things, but Scripture says that we're supposed to thank God for everything that he allows in our lives. Yeah, Romans, what, 12, 1 and 2? See your proper response in worship. What are you pulling out like, you're trying to be like some Bible <laughs> well, that's just from being a worship leader for okay, twelve years. Okay, let me just years. see if you're right. Now, now <laughs> I'm going to check to see if you're right because yeah. I want to say if you're right or wrong. So, I think another <clears throat> great example um, that we can look at of the devil uh, being in one place. Yeah, did you find? Yeah, Romans twelve. Well, it's actually verse two, Matt. That yeah, it's I, verse that two. I love. Yeah. So that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Yeah. For this is your yeah. true act of worship. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. Scripture. Yeah. I, anyways, the last example that I thought of was uh, when we look at Daniel in Daniel's prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, while he's, he's, you know, fasting and praying. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And he goes on for three weeks, and then God, God's messenger angel <laughs> finally gets there, yes. and he's like, "Hey, dude, I'm up. sorry, I got held up." <laughs> and he did. You're like, he "This is in the Bible? Like, what do you yes. mean an angel got held up?" Okay, I'm, I'm trying to find it. I think it's in. Um, but he said, "Yeah," and the angel says, "Yeah, I was engaged in a in a battle, yep, uh, with the prince of darkness yes. for you know days on end." And I couldn't get to you, and I had to go back for help. <laughs> I had to, go, yeah. I'm trying to find it. I think it's, I think it's, um, chapter nine, but I'm not sure. Wouldn't you like to see that battle? 
That would be, I don't even know that we could comprehend those battles. No. You know what I'm saying? I like action movies, so yeah. I probably would enjoy it. Well, even if I didn't understand it. There is a theory. What's the theory? That the angels have lightsabers. What? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because <laughs> when God says that he placed a fiery sword. Oh, yes, I got you. <laughs> yes. That that was actually the first lightsaber. First lightsaber. Yeah. So, I can just, wow. Darth Vader battle. You know, how yeah. cool would that be? Yes. <laughs> That's what angels and demons <laughs> fight yes. with, is lightsabers. I'm, don't even take me at my word for that. That is not <laughs> <laughs> theological by any means. But, yeah, it is, it is very interesting to see that even Daniel, who, I mean, hall of faith, big time game player, you know. Again. His his prayers again, got delayed. But again, mighty, mighty man of God. Yeah, exactly. Who was <laughs> directly impacted by Satan. See, it just goes back to yeah. what you said before. Matt, but the which, the crazy thing is that Satan wasn't even near Daniel. No. Well, that's but I'm that, just saying that. right, and that's what that's what's so interesting is you're like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, even even though Satan was in another part, there were angels also in that part, interceding for whatever mm-hmm. he's mess he's creating right cannot find it is it daniel ten twenty? do you know why i've come to you i must return at once to fight against the prince of persia yeah i think that's and when it's i close. leave the prince I mean, of greece will come I, no, I just, no, no 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 i just can't find it it's this is find anything else if you look up the daniel fast it's going to be in that uh no, the Daniel fast. People have based a whole. Here it is. It's it is Daniel chapter ten. It yeah. is Daniel chapter ten, and he says, "Daniel, don't be afraid. From the first day that you set your heart on Here understanding this and humbling yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I've come in response to your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia was withstanding me for twenty-one days. Then behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left there." Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. And scholars Sorry. scholars believe that that was right. referring to the devil, right. not the actual prince of, prince Persia. of Persia. Right. But yeah. That's not to say that the devil wasn't involved. Involved in So, <clears throat> okay, anything else we need to cover? We've talked about who he who the devil is, what he does, mm-hmm. where he came from, his tactics. His tactics. Yeah. So, Doubt, deception, distraction. Those are always yeah. the tactics I think he uses. Mm-hmm. And, the and, and just to be clear, your flesh does those things as well. <laughs> it can. So yeah. I'm just always apt to assume that it's my flesh. Yeah. I, you know, once it I, is once your I, flesh. Once I learned these I truths, mean, come on. Once I, one, but once I read scripture yeah. and learned these truths from scripture about Satan and who he is and what he does and where he is, right? 
I realized yeah. that that it is just a battle between the spirit and the flesh. You know, yeah. it's Galatians chapter five. If you guys want to read further on that, so it, that's the battle that we are fighting ninety nine point nine percent of the time. So yeah. it's it you know so like I said, I know preachers with large platforms they talk a lot about the enemy and they're usually referring to the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, when they should be talking about you. When, you know, we probably should be preaching more about the battle between the flesh and the spirit yeah. that's constantly raging. raging. That's what Paul says. So, have we covered all? Have we, Ellis, you got anything that we. I don't we think so. I think that's it. I don't think out? so. I think that's it. Matt? If we blew your mind. <laughs> Write us and tell us what we need yeah. to <laughs> come back and yeah. talk about. And yeah, well, we we definitely have to talk about the whole what God mm. can be around and can't be around and be you're in the presence welcome. of and that. Yeah, that's yeah. a you're that's welcome. actually that's a really big topic. Yeah. It's really big. And yeah, that I think that people just skip over because they just accept. Well, God's holy, and I'm in sin, so I can't go to God. Which is completely anti-biblical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Let us know what you think. Um, we would love to hear from all of you. So, uh, Instagram, our website. Yep. At Unpopular Truth Podcast. Yep. That's Instagram. And so, you guys follow us. Um, share the podcast. We really appreciate DM it. us. Yeah. Ask questions there. Get on the website. Thanks Adam for Pop- listening. Yeah, www.unpopulartruthpodcast.com. And send us an email. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you hate. Tell us what you need to know more of. For sure. And we'll talk to you guys next time.